Yo, yo, it's episode three of the Fizbo Smarts podcast. Here we go. Hello, this is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for selling your home on your own, digitally and online, for sale by owner style, and helping you save thousands of dollars in the process on your next home sale and helping you become Fizbo Smart. All right, this is Steve Klein. Thanks again for joining me on this day of our third month of our For Sale by Owner. Well, and as I said before, we've actually been preparing longer, but this is the third month anyway that I've been recording it. And we had some interesting things that we learned, at least I have learned, and I wanted to share them with you. Some learned lessons, especially from our recent garage sale, and that'll be coming up. But first, I want to share some surprises that I found at my mom's house while cleaning it out. First of all, we found some these old recipes that I remember as a kid growing up, they were my mom's famous dill pickles. Now, uh, obviously, you guys were part of my family growing up, but the exciting part of this was that my mom's pickles was the talk of the town. Let me tell you, my relatives, there was rumors about my mom's special pickle recipe because they were hot. I mean, you bit into them. Not only did you get a flavor of dill, but you got some zest. You got some spice to those those pickles. And so they were pretty famous around uh, around our around our house. But anyway, so I found the recipe for that. And then I also found a zucchini bread recipe, which was really cool. And they were on these old cards, these old these old cards that she had in a recipe book. And they were also kind of yellowed a little bit. And so they're they were definitely the authentic thing. Let me tell you that I was really excited about that. Just the, just the little little things in life, right? Now, obviously, there was still a lot of things going on with our personal life, like work, and I did get away to to do some relaxation. I went to a, there's a lilac garden nearby, and the cool thing about the lilac is that right next to our garage growing up, there was a, a big lilac tree, actually three, and they had a, they had a pink lilacs and white lilac and a purple lilac. So all these, these three different trees, and they would, they were it grew as tall as the garage. It would actually be over the garage roof almost. And we had to cut them down about two or three years ago, I believe, because the it, it was just getting the, the stump or this, we call it the bark. It was getting rotted out and just some trees get diseased after, after some time. So it was kind of sad, a little bittersweet. But going to this lilac garden reminded me of that. And just how much uh, I appreciated that growing up because in the springtime, especially if you've never smelled lilacs, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just this beautiful scent that you have as the summer starts. And that's how I, how I always knew that summer was approaching. Now, for me, normally I was out in the garage, you know, working on my car or something like that when I was a teenager. And so, you know, you'd have that grease and that oil and that smell and all this stuff. But it was something refreshing about coming out and, and seeing and, and having that scent. And especially after my car got all fixed up and I drive home and I don't know, it's just something that kind of brings home that memory of my mom always being the gardener. She'd always have a green thumb and be planting some flowers out, out there. So anyway, and you know, I've always thought about too that now it's going to be someone else's uh, else's house pretty soon. 
So that was kind of exciting. The other thing was uh, my son, some personal notes. Uh, he was in his improv class. So, and my wife and I was going to a nice coffee shop in downtown Portland. The, he's taken a improv, improv, uh, class. And I don't know, it's, it was kind of nice. I, I guess it just reminded me that life goes on. Even when you're selling your home for sale by owner, you got to do those things in life. Just, you know, life goes on. And we also did take a look at my dad's shed. Now, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but my dad has since passed away several years ago. In fact, it's been about 15, 16 years ago. And he's got a lot of collectibles out in that shed in the backyard. We have a, a half acre lot in the back of the half acre yard. And he had a lot of collectibles in there. And I know that, you know, he was one of those people that loved to collect things, although he did know that you can never take it with you. And I, I knew that he, he had that in his, in his, in his heart as well. But the fact that all of this stuff was out there, we have never uh, looked at it. We haven't looked at it for many years. And so I wanted to go out there and just take a look and in inventory. And we just realized that was just way too much, especially too much to bring out to the garage sale because we wanted to bring some of those items out to the garage sale because we knew there was a lot of stuff out there and some of it could be worth something, right? Well, here's the thing. There is a old saying that one man's junk is another man's treasure. I think you might have heard of that. Well, what we really discovered in at least what we discovered in the learn lesson, here's the big learn lesson that we did from the garage sale. So we did the garage sale and we were doing it the weekend of, it was May 27th through, let's see, June 1st and 2nd. And here's the thing. I want, we were thinking about doing it on Memorial Day weekend. And then we thought, well, everyone's off to the holidays. They're, 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 they're going with their families on vacation. So maybe we should just wait until after that and then we'll do it. We'll do it the next weekend. So that's what, that's what we had in mind. We got a lot of people that came by. I mean, my mom lives on a busy street, but here's the thing. We didn't sell that much at all. We put all of those things that, that my wife wrapped and washed and, and spend time very diligently wrapping these items just to unwrap them and put them on a table to be sold. But we may have only made $100. Yep, that's right. $100. Out of all of the glasses, all of the collectibles, all of the things, even the things that her mom was selling. Now, to be fair, though, there was some items that we did find that was collectibles. There was some collectible glassware that we we actually decided to take, and it was called uh, Fred Spade. In fact, my mom said, oh, yeah, you should really take those home. You may like to use them. And I didn't think that my kids would like them or anything. And they ended up actually liking them. They, they're like these tumbler, these old, I think they were like 1950s or 60s glasses. And they're great for like drinking soda or water or anything they're just really kind of cool. And I didn't think my kids would like them, but they really like them. And so, and so we, we have them, we've inherited them. But the thing is, when I looked those up in prices for a set of four or six, they're like $150. Some of them were like $300. So in that sense, those are really worth something, right? But the fact is we, everything else, we didn't really sell much in the garage sale. And I think of all of the time that we spent on just wrapping things and going through them 
I mean, we probably stalled quite a bit. I would say we spent easily three, maybe even four weeks total. If you count everything that we would look up online, I would find something. We would look it up on eBay and see what it was selling for. And each item, you know, seven to 10 to $20, sometimes $30. If it was an antique, like we found an antique, uh, what was it, a can opener that my mom had. And and again, I wanted to kind of emphasize the, the, the phrase that my dad kept everything. I want to emphasize that because everything, like, I mean, childhood memories, everything that we would ever have bought and everything we purchased, everything he would have purchased for the family. If, if it, even if it broke down, he would keep it in a box that he prepared or, or like, like, like say it, it didn't break down, but it just because something came more modern, he would actually have kept the box that the original packaging of this product, whatever it was, and then he would keep it in the, in, in the garage or in his shed. And so needless to say, there was quite a, quite a collection there. And some of it is worth money, but the time that it would take one to go through all of it is very time consuming. And when you think of the return that, uh, that we got, which was only $100, that whole time we could have, well, instead of washing the stuff, instead of washing the, the dishes or, or, or the glasses or whatever it is, it is that we were going to sell, we could have boxed it up and put it in storage and, and dealt with it later. Because, I mean, the goal here, remember, is to get this house to, to market, to get this house to sale as soon as possible. And we're not really doing that. I mean, we're, I mean, we kind of wasted a little bit of time here. But again, this is a lesson that I've learned, and now I'm passing it along to you so that hopefully you can learn from our mistakes. Or I, you know, I won't say mistakes, or just learn lessons, right? So anyway, the 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 moral of the story is we still got quite a bit of things in boxes, which is good. They're boxed, and we need to, we need to put all this in storage. So that's the next phase. And right immediately after this, we got to f- start freeing up space in our house. Like, so my mom has a lot of furniture, but some of it isn't really needed. And I like to open that living room up. She has a living room that has a few extra recliner chairs. There's a recliner chair that she used to, to have in the dining room. And also we had this old wooded wooden paneling that we've now painted white. It looks really nice and modern, but with all of the clutter of the furniture, you just can't you just can't appreciate it. So we're going to open that up. And again, this is all getting it prepared, getting it prepared to take photos, to get to take pictures and video. So that's what I'm hoping to do and accomplish by, well, hopefully by the end of this month. So I might I might do another recording and just kind of fill you in on what's going on because things are getting closer to when we are going to hopefully get this thing to market. I was hoping it was going to be this month, but it might be July now. We're going to shoot for July. And there's some things coming up. I mean, we've got some family trips. I want to go to the beach. I want to take my kids to the beach and the family. And so that's really important that we keep those things going. So that's really that's really important to me and my wife. I'm sure we, we both want that. And there's still work to be done uh, for work. So I'm still doing that. But for mo- the most part, I think we're we're going to be good. I'm going to we're going to we're going to get this we're going to get this resolved. I'm not going to wor- we're not going to worry about collectibles anymore. We're not going to really worry about packaging everything up because we pretty much have packed everything up. Uh, so that's a good thing. We've cleaned out the closets. Uh, there's some clutter a little bit left in some of the back bedrooms, but for the most part, everything's almost clean. And some of those back rooms, by the way, we hadn't touched for several years. Uh, the one that used to be my sister's room, 
hadn't been the closet hadn't been in touch for a while and we had a few spider webs in there things like that so we clean that out we're going to probably paint the closet just spruce it up a little bit and then i think we'll be ready to take some photos and i'm still trying to get all the paperwork uh, together so that i can have a template of the sales agreement that i can fill out while the person's right next to me so Hopefully I'll have that done by the next time I chat with you. Either it's going to be, I'll probably do another recording in a couple of weeks or it could be next month. So we'll just see how that goes. So again, if I had to summarize it into three distinct lessons that I've learned and that I want to pass on to you for sale by owner, it would be this. One, things are not valued as what you think they may be valued. And along that line, your time is worth far more than any of these things. So plan wisely when it comes to taking care of your personal stuff when selling your home. If you want to sell your home quick, then make sure you get, have a storage unit or something in place so that you can easily take these things out, out of your house and make it more appealing to the new prospective buyer. Second, Make sure you always keep your commitments to your family time and your vacations because I found that very important. It's really important, especially when you're getting into thick of selling your home. You want to still give your time to yourself. You want to make sure you take the time for yourself because no one else is going to give it for you. And this should not become your all-encompassing, all-consuming time because even if you're selling your house, time goes on and you still have your life to live. So and then the third thing, and this is, I think, the most important, is to appreciate those family mementos, just like the the, the recipes I was talking about, my mom's uh, dill pickle recipe, I just things like that. I mean, if you have those in your family, really embrace them and appreciate them and, and really, you know, just embrace them, Get, share them with your family, share them with the people that you love. If you don't have any close family members around you, share them with your friends. Because, you know, life is too short. And when you find something like that that's worth uh, expressing, it can go a long way. If nothing else, just to keep your sanity while you're trying to get your house ready for sale. Anyway, this is Steve Klein. I hope you found value out of this episode. Until next time, this is Steve Klein sharing my tips and tools with you on our For Sale by Owner journey.